Tom Brady will be MIA until after Tennessee week, and we dive into what went down in practice between the Bucks and Dolphins on Thursday. Let's go. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome to the Locked On Box Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. And we thank you for making us your first listen or view of the day. And we thank all of you joining us live on YouTube right now. Of course, I am James Yarko, joined by my co-host, Mr. David Harrison. You can check out his work over at Sports Illustrated's BucksGameDay.com. Check mine out over at SBNation'sBucksNation.com. And, of course, follow along on Twitter, at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, and at DHarrison82. And, yeah, well, thanks again for making us your first listener, your first view every single day, coming to you live after day two of practices between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Miami Dolphins. Uh, James, a very eventful day, but we're going to start at the end. Well, it's kind of the beginning, because in the beginning, right, obviously very noticeable, uh, number 12 not on the practice field. Very, very shortly after that, it basically came out and kind of spread around that uh, veteran day off and he was just getting some rest. And then very shortly after that, as the practice kind of got going, word came out that Todd Bowles was actually going to be making a statement about Tom Brady and his status and and all that stuff. And then so then we got busy to work. So let's move to uh, the end of practice. Uh, Todd Bowles uh, telling the media that the, the that Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady will not rejoin the team until after the preseason game with uh, the Tennessee Titans. So he will not be in Nashville for the joint practices. He will not be here uh, for the for the Saturday game against the Miami Dolphins. Tobble told the media that this, this was a scheduled absence uh, that has been on the books since before training camp and that it is excused. He not just up and leave uh, the team, and there's no concerns on his part about Brady being ready when he returns. Uh, we don't want to speculate as to the reason because there's a lot of reasons, and some of them could be fairly sensitive reasons. So, you know, you don't want to delve – uh, too much into the the personal life of somebody else with uh, with with reckless abandon, right? So we want to make sure we respect Tom's and his family's privacy. Uh, so, but it's it's a little bit concerning, right? But how concerning is it really, James? Um, that he's going to miss this amount of time, and uh, also Jason Light had some some words to say about it. Yeah, I I don't find it to be too overly concerning as it is. Uh, you know, it was said that Brady was not going to play in this game against the Dolphins on Saturday. He was not going to play in the game against the Tennessee Titans. So he's really not missing other than, you know, the practices. He's not missing anything that he wouldn't already miss. Uh, Ian Rappaport on NFL Network said that personal matter is the best way to phrase this. So, you know, he probably has, you know, a little bit more insight as to what this actually is compared to what we were told. Um, And then Jason Light, yeah, on – on WDAE following Todd Bowles' session with the media, he told them that Brady, quote, will come back even more focused and, quote, uh, that is the least of their concerns. He reiterated that this was scheduled well ahead of time. They were aware of it. He had, he had told Ronnie and T. Kras there on DAE that uh, you know they wanted to make sure that they, give, they gave Tom what he needed in terms of this time. Uh, that you know is to to handle something mm-hmm. uh, away from from the football field, and when you're talking about a guy, and this is also something that Ian Rappaport mentioned on NFL Network when speaking to Sarah Walsh, who was there at practice, 
you know, when you're dealing with a life work balance, especially somebody Tom Brady's age, this is his 23rd year in the NFL. A couple of practices are not going to be a big deal. A couple of preseason games are not going to be a big deal. He wanted to ensure he was there early in training camp to get some chemistry, especially with the new guys, but that this had been in the plans for a while. Uh, Why it wasn't mentioned before, I don't know. Maybe they felt it was easier to not mention it ahead of time and just kind of spring it on everybody. But personally, I'm not too gravely concerned about what's going on. I just hope, you know, with the personal issue that everything is okay. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, thanks real quick to everybody joining us live here following day two practices between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Miami Dolphins. Of course, we are leading off this episode with the news that Tom Brady will not be with the team uh, and will be away for an extended period of time, excused extended period of time, uh, while he deals with a personal matter, and uh, that he will he will return sometime after the Tennessee Titans uh, preseason game. Uh, real quick, just uh, hi out there to Adam nine four one and Joel uh, who are who are present in the chat as well as present in the viewing room. So we appreciate all of you, of course. Um, hitting on whether or not we're concerned. Yeah, I mean, we're, some of you are already saying in the chat, Tom Brady doesn't need a full training camp. He doesn't need all these preseason games. We already knew he wasn't going to play at least against the Dolphins, most likely not against the Titans, and honestly, he may not play uh, at all in the preseason. And and from seeing him in training camp as much as we have already, I can already tell you he's he's in good form. He's in good, solid form. He's getting a lot of chemistry with a lot of these guys, even some of the younger new guys. And if they feel confident enough, really, the biggest concern I would have is the, the relationship between he and Robert Hainsey. Well, obviously, the, the team, the quarterback, the center himself feel comfortable that they can have this break, come back together, and, and be able to reconnect and rekindle their chemistry. I mean, if they're comfortable with that, I guess who am I? to not be comfortable with it. Now, for anybody who's out there who maybe is a little bit worried, right? Todd Bowles, Jason Light, both saying they're not worried about it. Honestly, we're not worried about it. But look, there are bound to be some Bucks fans that are worried about it, right? And and it's hard to blame anybody because you go back through the entire offseason, you know, the speculation about whether he's going to retire and the fact that, you know, it was reported that he'd been considering it all the way back to December and then he does retire. And then there's all this speculation and all these signs that maybe he's not going to stay retired. And then he unretires. And then the news that he's was potentially going to head to the Miami Dolphins, and that got squashed by pretty much everybody uh, out there who could. And then the revelation that he actually was talking to the Miami. Like, it's just been a very what do you know, what don't you know type of offseason when it comes to Tom Brady. And I know he's been, you know, the center of, of a lot of scandals and rumors and and all this stuff in the past, but this has kind of been a special uh, offseason when it comes to Brady's career specifically. So Anybody who's uncomfortable by it, I, I don't necessarily blame anybody. What I would just say is, as of right now, I mean, we just saw him on the field yesterday, and this yeah. was not a guy who's going through the motions. He's like, oh, I don't want to be here. Oh, I don't want to do this. He's intense. He's focused. Uh, Dolphins fans were loving to chirp at Bucks fans saying, you know, Tom sure did look frustrated. Like, I got news for them. If Tom Brady messes up tying his shoe one time, he's going to look frustrated. Uh, that's just a perfectionist in Tom Brady. So, again, a guy who who cares is going to get frustrated and get upset with you know certain missteps in practice whether they're significant or not, a guy who doesn't care and is on his way out, probably not as much. So, you know, if you're worried, don't blame necessarily, but, you know, the best we can do at Lockdown Bucks anyway, and I think everybody on the Bucks beat is basically in the same tone is, you know, as of right now, there's no reason to hit any panic buttons. Uh, just just take it as it comes. Yeah, and real quick, this popped up as, as you were talking, David. Ian Rappaport, again, this time on the Pat McAfee Show, said, quote, to my knowledge, Tom Brady and his family are fine. And it's not a medical emergency. The best description I got 
was it's important to find a work-life balance, end quote. So again, this could be something as simple and we've all done it. You know, David's done it. I've done it. Our, our viewers and, and listeners have done it. This may be something as simple as a scheduled vacation. The guy was retired for over a month. Maybe they planned a trip and, and Tom wasn't going to put himself in a situation where he has to tell Giselle and their children that work is more important than what we already had planned together. So again, I'm not worried. I I don't think anybody should be worried, but people are going to worry just because that's the thing to do. Yeah. I mean, look, it's natural reaction, right? And so good news there that, you know, and that's really the most important thing is that we're hoping there's not some sort of problem, uh, you know, with an individual within, within Tom's family. And Joel saying that he was at training camp August 1st and that Tom was yelling and fired up then. Uh, mm-hmm. as well. And yeah, Gerald, uh, first of all, hello. And, and thanks for joining the chat. Um, you know, letting him deal with his business as it comes. So that's, that's kind of the initial conversation about the Tom Brady news. Um, obviously more to come as more comes out. So we will continue to talk about that here in the next segment. We're going to do what we've normally done in the first segment, but again, Tom Brady news a little bit bigger than the rest of this. We're arguing into our play of the day players of the day. And we also had time to sit down with, well, stand up with uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers center, Robert Haynes, I know a lot of you have been asking about him. We're going to talk a little bit about his day, but then we're going to air a portion of the interview that we had with him on our regularly scheduled episode. So stick with us here. Make sure you're throwing your questions in the chat. If you have any, we'll answer those as well in our next episode. Uh, and then we're going to talk about plays of the day, players of the day coming up. And we're going to do some things to our friends at betonline.net, the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in-game betting scores and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to the head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today at Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, guys, thanks again for making the Locked On Bucks podcast first listen or view every single day. Thanks for joining us here live after day two of Dolphins Bucks practices. Uh, we're going to talk about who was there, who wasn't there, who was practicing, who wasn't practicing beyond Tom Brady. Obviously, he wasn't <laughs> practicing uh, here in a minute. But first, we're going to go over our plays of the day and our players of the day. And James, for me, the play of the day comes from running back Giovanni Bernard. Now, I absolutely love Gio. So yeah, much. Gio has been cooking, guys. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, if Gio can maintain what he's doing on the practice field now and into the season, you are absolutely going to love what you see out of number 25. Now, this running back room, I don't know if anybody has any fantasy relevance, to be quite honest with you, because they're all going to get a little bit of the pie, and then Lenny's going to get probably, I don't know, about 65% of the pie, and the rest of them are going to split uh, the last 35%. But when Gio is out there to eat, Gio is in, is out there with bad intentions. And I mean bad intentions because it got a little more chippier, Ooh. chippy, got more chippy on day two than it was on day two or day one. And Giovanni Bernard was in the mix. Like Giovanni Bernard was going face mask to face mask with some guys. But real quick on this play, uh, Keyshawn Vaughn had a couple of really good runs uh, during a team session. And then the third, the very next run went to Giovanni Bernard. Uh, I wrote it down here just so I can make sure I get it correct for you guys. Uh, Gio takes the ball. Goes around the right side of the, of the line of scrimmage, gets it, get, finds a lane right between the guard and the tackle, hits the second level, jets out to the left on the opposite side of the field, runs around the entire Miami Dolphins uh, defense, and ends up with a 35-yard touchdown. Now, any Dolphins fans out there, yes, I will tell obviously not full contact. We're not trying to take people's heads off and all that stuff. From where my vantage point was, however, it didn't look like any Dolphins players were going to get them anyway, even if it was full contact. And 
the referees certainly did not blow the play dead. So, and they were doing so on both sides. Okay, let's not get crazy here. Um, when a play would be dead, they were blowing it dead. So that, in my book, as far as I'm concerned, that is a touchdown run. Uh, it shows Geo's vision. It shows his burst through the hole. It shows his missed his ability to change direction, see the field, and accelerate. Uh, and he definitely did a little bit of uh, celebrating on his way into the end zone. Uh, is that what led to the full kerfuffle? No, that was not. That was a later touchdown by uh, Kenyon Barner. Okay. We'll get to that in a minute. But, yeah, that is my play of the day. All right. Yeah. I mean, and, and as we've talked about numerous times now, Giovanni Bernard, he looks healthy. He looks he looks much better now than he did this time last year. Full blown understanding. of it. And you would expect him to right? As, right, a savvy veteran, experienced guy, far more comfortable with the offense at this stage. Again, healthy. So he's he's very explosive, very decisive. He's looked fantastic. I mean, all the running backs have. I, yeah, I don't have a bad thing to say about anybody in that running back room. Now, my play of the day, and maybe this is going to appease some of the uh, not-so-thrilled commenters that we had on a couple of yesterday's shows, my play of the day is actually going to the Dolphins. Mm. I was over mm. on the defensive, uh, the Bucks defensive field, so I was watching – the Bucks defense go up against Tua and, and Waddle and Chase Edmonds and, and all those guys. And, you know, something that got an audible ooh out of media, fans, everybody. Uh, Tyreek Hill, just a quick short slant over the middle. He cut in front of, of Logan Ryan. And I'm 95% sure. Let me double check the uh, the name real quick. The, uh, the corner that he cut in front of was... Uh, Don Gardner, but he jumps up in between the two guys, pulls down a one-handed pass, then walks about four yards untouched into the end zone. It was just in the middle of traffic, the the explosiveness he had off the line, the, the one-handed grab, it was, it really was a thing of beauty. And so I, you know, tip my hat, credit where credit is due. The best play I saw on my side of the, of the uh, practice fields all day Came from the Miami Dolphins. Hey, I mean, got to do what we got to do, right? Got to keep it, got to keep it honest, got to keep it clean. That's if that's what happened. That's what happened. And Dolphins fans, I saw, I saw you all on Twitter. We're very happy to hear that your Dolphins were, were getting getting the best of the Bucks defense a little bit on yeah. day two. So I mean, hey, any fan base would be happy, right? So uh, that's play of the day, and, and look, that's why Tyreek certainly deserves like a ninety-two rating in Madden, nothing more. Um, <laughs> my player of the day from this practice. Look, I'll be honest with you too. On the other on the other side of the ball or on the other side of the field where the Bucks offense was going up against the Dolphins' defense. Early on, Miami Dolphins' defense, very, very stout against the Buccaneers' running attack. Uh, forced a lot of passes short, but in the second team session, things got a little bit looser, guys like Robert Hainsey. Um, so uh, something that we didn't cover completely yesterday, Nick Leverett has actually been getting some run at left guard with mm-hmm. the first team today. It was Aaron Stinney back in as the first team left guard. Those guys got cooking a little bit. Shaq Mason got cooking a little bit. Like I said, that Geo run. Nice little gap between Shaq Mason and Tristan Wirfs. Uh, but Keyshawn Vaughn, I mentioned kind of in passing the two runs before were from Keyshawn Vaughn that set up the Giovanni Bernard run. Those two runs also very, very solid runs. In fact, one of them actually had some early penetration from the Miami Dolphins defense. He was able to make a nice move, get around, get out of traffic, uh, get around, turn a loss into a game. And we saw that uh, a couple times. I think Rashad, Rashad White also had uh, a similar type of play that I tweeted about. So, I'm going to give Keyshawn my player of the game just because I liked what I saw from from some of the things. Wasn't a perfect day, not 100. You know, there were some blitz pickups that somebody miscommunicated on. I tweeted about that early. The Dolphins 
We're getting some really good pressure with their edge rush uh, coming from the secondary. They had some safeties and corners getting in. They would have been sacks. They would have been uh, sacks on the quarterback. So those things had to be picked up. And then uh, Rashad White, you know, right on cue, basically. As soon as I said someone needs to start picking up these blitzers, Rashad White came in, um, picked up a blitz on Eric Rowe, the veteran safety, tried to come in, uh, you know, uh, Rashad, uh, MJ Deedham. Like I, I actually said Junior Say a while back when I made this reference with Sean Merriman. So Sean Merriman came in, and JD stoned him. This time it's Eric Rowe, and uh, the rookie Rashad White was able to stand him up, and then Eric Rowe told him he wasn't happy about it. I actually asked Rashad White about that. We have an interview with Rashad coming in our next episode as well. Not sure if that answer is going to make the cut just because it was a little bit more fun than it was serious, uh, but we'll see what we can fit into the episode. Uh, but either way, a good showing from the running backs, like you said, um, all across the board, but uh, the player of the day and holistically has to go to Keyshawn Vaughn. Yeah, and, and again, these are all guys that are fighting for playing time. Like you said, you know, Leonard Fournette's going to get about 60 to 70% of that pie. So these other guys are fighting for their playing time, trying to one-up one another for that number two Ronald Jones role yep. uh, that was vacated when he went to Kansas City. So, you know, Keyshawn goes out there and proves what he can do running the ball. Then Rashad comes in and says, okay, well, now I'm going to hit stick this dude trying to touch my quarterback. Geo comes in as like, not only am I going to score a touchdown, but I'm going to start a fight. So, you know, those Kenyans. So Geo said, oh, that's right. Geo got the touchdown. Kenyan said, I see your touchdown. I raise you a A kerfuffle. A kerfuffle. A full on scrum in front of fans at the back. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, it's just they're all they're all pushing each other. And like we, you know, iron sharpens iron. Uh, competition breeds excellence, all those cliches, and it, you can see it in the running back room. Now, my player of the day is not the low-hanging fruit like mine was yesterday when I named Julio, and it goes to cornerback Rashard Robinson, and, and he had a fantastic day. In one-on-ones, I just looked at it so that I wouldn't mess it up. He was going up against uh, Dolphins wide receiver Cedric Wilson Jr. Sure. and got in perfect position got the body positioning in front of him, jumped up, made a phenomenal interception. His very next rep, he goes up and almost brings down another interception. Nice. Uh, you know, it, it just kind of fell out of his hands, but you know, he was getting himself all, all hyped up. Then you move over to the 11-on-11s, and the Dolphins' offense was looking really, really good. The Bucks did a great job. We'll get more into this a little bit later. It, similar to what you said, the Bucks' defense was really stout against the run, but against the pass, they were struggling a little bit. It didn't matter which quarterback was in uh, for the Dolphins. You know, it was the Dolphins were were having themselves a day. But Rashard Robinson lines up at the slot corner position, and he comes screaming in and uh, and gets a practice sack. It was mm-hmm. the the second of back to back sacks for the Bucks defense. It was by far their best stretch. But Rashard Robinson out there standing out as a a really good contributor. Absolutely. You love to see it, Rashard Robinson, especially going up against a more agile guy like Cedric Wilson. I mean, Rashard's a little bit taller, a little bit longer. So sometimes those guys have a hard time keeping up with those smaller, more short area quickness guys. Uh, we're going to hit one last break here on this live episode real quick. Uh, shout out to uh, A Boogie for joining us. Yeah, we agree with you. Hopefully hopefully nothing's wrong with his mother. We know that she's had some issues in the past. Uh, really, hopefully you know, nothing's wrong with anybody in, in the Brady household. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nathaniel, welcome. Even as a Falcons fan, we still appreciate you for coming through. And then the good Austin that is why you are the good Austin. Coming up, we're going to talk about everyone who was at practice. Uh, so stick with us here on this live episode of the Locked on Bucks podcast. Wrapping things up here on a Locked on Bucks live edition following the second of two joint practices between the Buccaneers and the Dolphins. And 
David, normally I start off segment three, but you were on the offensive side of the ball, and the way we've done roll call is we start with the offense. So we know Brady wasn't there, you know, the receivers I'm, I'm sure you're going to get into, but way more people missing on the offensive side of the ball than on the defense. Yeah, so let's go Let's go through the list here real quick. So Tom Brady, obviously not there, and then we find out later why. Again, uh, if you're just joining us or joining us later in the episode, uh, head back to the first segment when we get done here, and you, you hear all about that. Mike Evans uh, on the field as always, but not practicing as expected. Chris Godwin went through the individual warm-ups, uh, did, did a little bit of route running in the individual drills. Uh, I tweeted a video of him running around, James. I showed it to you on the practice field later. If you if you haven't seen it, again, head over to my Twitter at dharrison82. Find that video. And something that you need to notice is Chris Godwin cutting, uh, you know, hitting his, hitting his break in his route on uh, that, that surgically repaired knee, looking very good, very confident, not a hitch in his giddy-up. Uh, so he looks very good. But, again, sitting out uh, the team session. Brashad Perryman, again, sitting out. Russell Gage Jr. is uh, day-to-day with that hamstring issue, mm-hmm. right? So – don't expect to see him Saturday. You know, maybe we'll see if they get him going during the Titans practices. I think they will. Obviously, Ryan Jensen. Um, but something very interesting that we saw about on Ryan Jensen earlier today. So we're going to be talking about that in our regularly scheduled episodes. So make sure you come back 9 p.m. Eastern time uh, on Thursday for the YouTube premiere of that. And then, of course, on audio, that'll be up tomorrow morning. So make sure you come back. So we're going to talk a little bit about what we saw out of Ryan Jensen because, yes, we did see something not practice obviously right uh josh wells continues uh you know to be out because of the birth of his his latest child um and then cam Brait was there did some stuff but sat out the uh the team session and then julio jones was in his bucket hat and shorts yeah bucket hat guy confirmed on the defensive side of the ball the only one that was out was again joe uh linebacker jojo uh azugu 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 so according to him Back at college. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but everybody else was there. Your uh, your boy, Chris Cooper, he was suited up. He was out there. Uh, I found him. So I hope yeah, I, I couldn't find him yesterday. I don't know if he wasn't there or was there. I couldn't find him. I, I hope I win the prize. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was – it was a good showing from from the defense in terms of an attendance standpoint. We will get into their showing on the field a little bit later in our regularly scheduled episode, where we also talk to, uh, as mentioned, Robert Hainsey about how the offensive line is really starting to come together and how challenging it is transitioning to center. You remember he didn't play center in college, and mm-hmm. Dolphins head coach uh, Mike McCarthy, not Mike, Mike McDaniel, Mike McDaniel. Wow, wow. Seems- fire James. You know what? We're going to get James on the Locked On Dolphins show, and then we're going to fire him just for that. As as I was saying it, I'm like, this is wrong. This is wrong, but it's I'm committed. so wrong. It's so Because so Mike McDaniel is so much cooler than Mike McCarthy could ever hope to be. But he had said something interesting about the center position before practice started. So, of course, we wanted to, uh, to ask Robert Hainsey about that. And we're going to talk to Rashad White about the running back group, his adjustment to the NFL, and, uh, you know, his – ability to be the ultimate child carrier on his shoulders absolutely yeah his daughter will make a cameo appearance on the next episode absolutely and we talked to our good friend carmen detali about a plethora of topics so of course you're going to want to make sure that you tune into the regularly scheduled episode for all of that and a little bit deeper dive into how the offense and the defense looked against the dolphins on day two of that joint practice. So with that, thank you again to all of our live viewers, everybody in the comments. Make sure you're dropping your questions in there so that we can uh, get to those in our regularly scheduled episode. And we, uh, you know, we thank you. 
for joining us, making us your first listen or view of the day. Now you want to make Locked On Fantasy Football your second listen. Find the intellectual fantasy expert, Vinny Iyer, who brings over 20 years of NFL expertise and a unique angle to give you the moves no one else has. Get ready for your fantasy draft with Locked On Fantasy Football. Check out David's work over at BucksGameDay.com. Check out mine at BucksNation.com. And make sure you're following along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, and at DHarrison82. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, fire those cannons. Thank you so much for joining us right here on Locked On Bucks.